Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hit and Run podcast, where conversations collide. My name is Robbie Alexander, and I am joined, as always, by... Natalie Dunn-Billings. Are you guys getting storms today? It is it is nasty here. Kind of. We didn't really have... We had like some on and off rain all day, and then it seemed like it was done, and then we actually got rained on when we were taking Nuzzy for a walk. But now it's not raining again, so who knows? It looks like it's still drizzling outside my window. I also live in the city, so it downpours everywhere else, <laughs> but most of the time, the city kind of is immune. We'll get rain, uh-huh. but it won't be that bad because Hillary works right outside the city, and she texted me this morning, and she's like, it's raining here, so so hard that they're sending me home and i looked out my window and i was like eh, looks like normal rain to me yeah they send her home for a lot of things not my <laughs> place to get into but boy does she have the weather get to go home on lock and key they are very careful <laughs> at at her place of business i mean that's good yeah i mean i can't i can't complain about that and there was a chance of tornadoes today so i felt better about her being home cats is that why they sent her home they didn't say and she didn't say she just said they were sending her home because of the weather. Hmm. But it made me feel better because if there was a tornado, then there was somebody at home to sashay the cats downstairs. Cats are right. currently locked in the room. They've been locked in our bedroom for the last week, but we're going to get into that later. We both have <laughs> some some juicy stuff to pick out of our teeth. I'm talking about the floors. We've I've previously mentioned it on this podcast that we were going to redo our floors. Grossly <laughs> underestimated the time and effort and money and all anything, <laughs> everything that goes into redo doing floors grossly underestimated that process you uh-huh. mentioned that you want to talk about your dear sweet cat do you want to start with that yeah i think what i said was i need a few minutes to bitch about my cat just before we started recording um sam popped his head into my office because he was like hey um ellie hasn't really like touched her food and she's like acting like she's begging for food which is weird and also makes me feel a little bit bad about what i'm about to complain about because maybe there was a reason but i woke up in a terrible mood this morning because because someone decided that I needed to be awake last night. Like, I don't know why. Apparently, maybe there's something wrong with her food, and I guess I'll find out. But this cat, I have never been closer to literally opening a window and just throwing her out. Not Ellie cat. <laughs> I swear, I don't think that I slept for more than an hour at a time last night. Oh, it wasn't just early morning. It was all night. No, literally all night. Because usually, she bugs me a little bit at night because she likes to sleep on my pillow with me at the same time. And she uses my pillow like a person. Yep, that's uh, that's Pumpkin and Hillary. Yeah, just share my pillow. And that's fine. It's whatever. But last night, she kept getting up in my face, licking my eyelids, which she does when she wants me to be awake, Ew. rubbing her head all over me, standing on me, begging me for whatever. I don't know. When I would push her away from me, she'd go and like start. She knows exactly how to piss me off. And she would go over to my nightstand and she'd start like playing with my glasses because when I she pushes my glasses off the end table that's when I get pissed and I get up dude are her and pumpkin long lost siblings because that's exactly out of the pumpkin playbook <laughs> when she wants attention it's possible just all night and I was like did we forget to feed her because if we did okay that makes sense but we didn't I went and looked and there was food in her bowl and so I did not understand it but I guess like there's still a bunch of food in her bowl which for Ellie is not normal usually she finishes her food like we feed her once a day at night and usually the food is gone by morning because she's a fat cat because she is a fat cat and so the fact that there is some food left like a lot of food left I guess that makes sense like maybe there's something wrong with it or whatever and she won't eat it I'm not sure why 
why it would take a lot for LA to not eat food. Right. When we lived in our first apartment in Columbus, we had an ant problem for a long time until we figured out how to solve the problem. And like we had to feed Ellie on top of a plastic tote, like up off the ground to keep ants out of her bowl. But there were literally like ants in her food bowl and she was still eating it. I don't like this at all. It takes a lot for Ellie to not eat her food. So I'm not sure what's wrong with it, but apparently something is. Did you check the food this morning? I didn't like look closely at it. I didn't inspect it. I just saw, oh, there's food in there. So she couldn't have been asking me for food. How was she during the day? Was she normal during the work day? I wasn't home today. I was at the office and Sam was here, but he had Nezina's office all day. So he didn't really Mm. see her. But this morning when I was getting ready, she was still being super like clingy and needy. So it's possible that like she needs food. There's something wrong with her food. I just don't know what. It's not like we just opened a new bag or something. So I'm not sure what it is. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe she says, hmm, this bag's been open a little (laughs) too long and I need to be pampered. Yeah, well, she can suck it up and eat it then. Well, when Sam popped his head in, I heard bits and pieces of the conversation. I thought, I just assumed he was talking about Nezzy because I didn't hear who he was talking about. Mm, Gotcha. That makes more sense. Well, now you're going to have to follow up with this next week if we remember. Is, so is Sam going to change the food for her now or is he going to wait for you to investigate? He was on his way out the door um, to oh, go to the gym. Okay. So he was saying like, when you're done, Sam check Swally. out her food. Okay. So. <laughs> He's like, you deal with this. I will take a look and I guess I will see. Again, I'm not sure what could be wrong with it though because it's not like it's a brand new bag. So something would be different. She's been eating out of this bag for like a week. Like we did open it recently. <laughs> Pardon <Bless> me. me. <laughs> <laughs> um, we did open it recently, but not like yesterday yesterday you know oh it's been long enough that we would know if there was something wrong with the bag i totally forgot to send you the diet food that we give cider (laughs) and we even got more of it this weekend and i meant to send you a picture that's okay and then we went to llewellyn's and i totally forgot (laughs) well i hope everything's okay with the the little bean well she's a pretty big bean yeah she's a pretty big bean (laughs) yeah you'll have to tell don't wait a week to tell me once you figure it out tell me but then we'll we'll bring it back up on here yeah i'll let you know okay sounds good well ellie (laughs) we're thinking of you (laughs) in your time of need Man, if she really hasn't eaten in like 24 hours, though, oh my God, that's got to be a first. She might die. That's first time since she's been an alley cat. Honestly, no wonder she's been pathetic. It's been, that was, sen- was that junior or senior year? That was senior year, right? Um, it was junior year, the oh, end junior of junior year. year of college, because it was the first birthday, first of Sam's birthdays that we were together. Mm. I went to visit him for the weekend for his birthday, and I came home on Sunday or I came back to school on Sunday, which was the first. It was his birthday. And then that night I went and picked up Ellie and made him kind of mad. <laughs> For some reason, I thought that was in the fall. Nope. Now, somebody brought a dog into the show once, didn't they? For Radio Feud? I did. That was my grandma's dog. Okay. That's what I thought. Was that in the fall? <laughs> Probably. Okay. That makes more sense. I knew, I knew there was some animal antics <laughs> going on in the fall. Well, hot dang. So is that all there is to know about (laughs) the state of Ellie? (laughs) Ellie, yeah. Okay. Just that I'm pissed at her. But apparently there might be good reason for it, so... I'm still pissed, though, because I'm still tired and grumpy about it. Maybe you should be pissed at, at Mr. Sam Swully. <laughs> <laughs> Divert the anger. Well, that seems unhealthy, but... <laughs> Listen, 
I'm not married, nor have I been. So uh, I think my <laughs> advice is pretty valid in that <laughs> in that regard. You know what I've been up to all week, though? Mm-hmm. Floors. Yep. An unhealthy obsession of doing floors. Did you take like the last half of the week off? Oh, my gosh. So one, I hope my boss doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Because I took some liberties. So let's just start from the beginning. Right. So first of all, small anecdote. Remember last week when I accidentally posted to all of my clients' pages? Uh Uh-huh. I accidentally did it again because I didn't go on Podbean (laughs) and fix that. It was a super simple fix. So when it happened a second time and my boss caught it, then I thought, you know what? I should fix this. So that shouldn't happen going (laughs) forward. But keep that in mind because just keep that in mind. Okay. So let's go back to the beginning. Poof. Last Sunday. And when I say last Sunday, I'm talking, got my calendar up. I have my calendar up and my how to refinish your floors playlist that I catered for myself on YouTube. <laughs> but let's see. I had prep for store. Pum, plor, pum, plor. I had prep. So I had prep for store. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, my I'm just exhausted across the board from this whole project. The floors look immaculate, by the way. They do look really good. Totally. Thank you. Totally worth it once. I'll never do it again. I will pay <laughs> good money. I'll either find a house that has good floors. I'll stay in this house that has good floors. Or I will pay gobs of money to fix old floors. <laughs> so much respect for people that finish floors. Holy crap. But on Sunday the 3rd, I started prepping the floors for staining. There we go. I just had to start the sentence in a different way. (laughs) You've been to our house. You know that our floors are super squeaky. Mm -hmm. So I started by trying to fix the squeaks. And I looked up a lot of things. We've been prepping and devising a game plan for refinishing our floors for over a year now. We originally wanted to do it last year. And then I had to deal with fucking squirrels in my attic. So Mm -hmm. we pushed it to this spring. But we did a ton of research on how to fix old squeaky wooden floors. And you've been to our house. You know... We had really squeaky floors. Yeah. So a lot of people said, if you have a basement, you can shim under the floorboards, how the the floors used to be built, because our house is almost 100 years old. I think 1927 was when it was built, 27 or 28. So it said you could put caulk in the gaps, you could put shims in the gaps. Well, somebody had tried to do that previously, and they did a terrible job with a wood glue caulk. So I couldn't get shims in, I couldn't get new caulk in. It was not good. Mm-hmm. So I found a new solution. I'm sorry. It's called- I'm sorry. Hang on. Can you can you go back? What did you just say? What were you using? What? Caulk? Caulk? I uh, see. After AmeriCorps, I don't say cock because I'm sick of dealing with those jokes. And everybody, <laughs> and everybody I've worked with in AmeriCorps said caulk. That's dumb. What's dumb is having to hear cock jokes five times a day because you're working on a construction site for three months. I mean, I, get, I can see that, but also it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then I work with, you know, I work with cock. I've been working with cock for the last two weeks. Honestly, I've been working with cock since I was a a young boy, but I digress. Is that what you wanted? (laughs) Is that what you wanted from me? I just wanted you to say it right. That's okay. We've got the the podcast episode. Check that off the to-do list. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, that didn't work. I couldn't fix the floors from underneath. So I had to go 
poof, from above the floor. So we found a product called Squeak No More. And essentially, it's these wood screws. The screws are not wood. The screws are made to put into the wood. Mm -hmm. And you find the joist, which I used a stud finder for, and you pre-drill it. And then it comes with a little tool where I'm using my hands. Nobody can see me. You <laughs> screw the drill bit through so it stops the drill bit on how deep it should go. And then you put the screw into the tool, screw that down, and there's they're scored, right? So mm -hmm. then they can snap off, and they're supposed to snap off a fifth of an inch under the floor. So then you can put wood putty on top of that, and it just looks like a finishing nail. And then once you redo the floors, you can't even tell. They worked great, except two things. One, I thought I was only going to need a 50 pack of these fuckers. <laughs> And it's $20 a pack for the whole kit. And then you can get a 50 pack of extra screws, $10 each. So I said, okay, I'll get a pack of this. And I had to go to a second Lowe's because the Lowe's by my house doesn't sell them, which makes no sense because these things were going like hotcakes. <laughs> so I went to a Lowe's 20 minutes away, got the the set, and then got a pack of 50 extra screws. Mm -hmm. Well, the, the tool it came with sucked. It worked well for pre-drilling, but the first screw I tried to snap off, it snapped off about half an inch above the floor. Mm. So I had to file for two hours to get this Ugh. thing down below the floorboard. It was all gouged out around it. Luckily, the wood putty took care of it, but I was, I was not happy. I eventually got about 10 screws in and I realized that I could eyeball where it needed to go and I could just hit it with a hammer and it snapped right off. So I started doing that. That was the fix to problem number one. Problem number two is it did not take 50 screws. Between the living room, the dining room, and the office, 300 screws. Oh my God. 300 screws. It is so much better, but it's still not perfect. I probably could have used another 100 screws at least if I wanted to make this perfect. It was mm -hmm. good enough. The second thing is how I mentioned that the Lowe's by my house doesn't sell them anymore. They just said they don't carry them. Well, they should because apparently a lot of people are fixing old squeaky floors right now. <laughs> I went back on Monday and I went back on Tuesday and I even went back on Wednesday to get these screws so I could work on the floors after I got out of work. Mm -hmm. And they were out of replacement screws. When I went on Sunday, they had... 15 packs of replacement screws. Of course. When I went back the other three days, there was only the $20 kits. So I had to spend fucking double because I couldn't wait. We're on a timeline. We're on a tight schedule. So I had to pay double because I had to buy a new worthless kit every time. Huh. So I digress, got all the screws in. Floors are way less squeaky. So then the next thing, we have some massive gaps in some of the floorboards because much like our garden and our yard, these floors have been neglected forever. I had mm -hmm. no idea how these were going to turn out. They were rough. And I don't know if you remember, because unless they're your floors, you probably don't spend much time looking at them. Right. There were a couple nights this winter when I was just up late, couldn't sleep on the weekends. So I would just like be on the floor inspecting them, rubbing them, figuring out the best way to get these floors in pristine condition. <laughs> because they're old, the way the, the wood planks are laid, and most wood floors are like this, where they expand and contract with the seasons. That's mm -hmm. 
one reason they say you should refinish your floors in either the spring or the fall because it's kind of the the middle of the row temperature. Right. So you're not gonna mess with the floorboards too much. For the big gaps that were gouged out, not a seasonal compression or contraction, I used wood putty. I then found out that if you're just trying to, to seal some larger than they should be gaps, but they probably still have something to do with the temperature, you gotta fill it with cock. <laughs> so I, I put cock in there, I put a lot of cock in there. So that was another day. So I had on my schedule for Saturday and Sunday to prep the floors. I haven't even mentioned that. I had, we had, you got to move all of the furniture out. So I have half of my stuff in the basement. Half of my stuff's in the sunroom. The TV and the two couches and the cat stand were the only things that stayed in while I was prepping the floors. But I had a two-day <laughs> schedule that I was going to do this. I started Sunday afternoon, moved all the furniture, worked for about an hour, starting to put some screws in because he wanted to see it and then I had to work on the podcast because I fun story if you're not sure what I'm doing on a Sunday night when it's my podcast week I'm probably working on the podcast because I <laughs> procrastinate the editing process so Sunday night stopped early to edit when I say stopped early I stopped at like 9 30 Monday morning I don't think I did anything Monday morning Monday night get home at 5 30 I work from 5 30 to 10 just screwing the floor that's mm -hmm. right I screwed the floor and then I cocked it you really got to show the floor some love. Tuesday night. Work all Tuesday night as well. Here, Tom, if you're listening to this podcast... <laughs> <laughs> Divert your ears. So ironically, quick side story. Hillary got her oil changed at Walmart the week before last week. So the week before we started on the floors. Mm -hmm. That Saturday, the Saturday before I started prepping the floors, we went and watched The Batman. Ooh. Then we went and <laughs> a really good movie. And then her mom just got really into the Spider-Mans and we hadn't seen No Way Home yet. So mm -hmm. we went and watched it at her mom's house because she has, I think it was on Prime, we watched it. Both great movies. They are so, oh, they're so good. That'll be another episode. But right after we left her mom's house, she looked in the driveway and called Hillary and she said, hey, you're definitely leaking oil in our driveway. Oh, no. So we take it to Walmart Sunday morning. We're like, hey, this wasn't like that. And they said, well, we noted it that there was an oil leak and we couldn't get the, the drain plug out. And it's like, okay, well, have some better customer service skills. Don't just write it on the receipt. Fucking tell somebody if there's a problem with your car. Right. Especially an oil leak. Yeah. Don't expect because it was it was leaking oil. So she got her oil changed on Sunday a week later. So that following Sunday when we realized she had an oil leak, I checked her oil. She was almost out of oil in one oh week. God. That's so that's crazy. not that's not an oil leak. That is a oil catastrophe. Right. We usually go to the car guy by our house to get our oil changed, but she decided to go to Walmart the last two times because it's a little bit cheaper. Well, in the system, because Walmart said, well, we didn't do this. They had no record of her getting her oil changed in Walmart in November. And she said, well, I know I did. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you because if it's not in the system, I can't prove it. But I know, I know I went in November. Yeah. Well, luckily, she found the receipt in her glove box. And they had noted a oil leak. Also didn't tell her, but they didn't note all this other stuff. Uh-huh. So I kind of crawl under the car because it's like, well, Walmart isn't going to do anything. So we couldn't call our car guy Klein until the next morning. So I crawl under the car just to see where it's coming from. Clearly coming from the the oil plug where you, you know, the screw. Mm -hmm. That can only be fucked up by changing your oil. 
bill and somebody not putting it in right. Right. So Walmart's trying to defer all of their responsibility. So she calls Klein. Klein gets her in on Tuesday. He goes under there. He calls her. And they didn't only strip it. There were shards of metal from where this oil plug screws in because Walmart had fucked it up so bad and then just didn't note it because I guarantee you, I guarantee you, they know they fucked up. And they thought... And that's why there's no record of her going? That's why there's no record, because how often do you ask for the record in the system? Uh-huh. And they didn't note it on the receipt and didn't say anything, because I bet they were going to try to pass the buck to wherever she went next and be, well, we didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Well, Klein is freaking awesome. So he's like, whoever changed your oil last definitely did this. He's like, this doesn't just happen. It's it's somebody does this right. with a royal fuck up. The Walmart before that she went to last week said, listen, our guy should have told you. They should have just written on a receipt. However, we couldn't get the oil plug out. So that wasn't us. That was the people beforehand. So she went there and they filed a claim for her. And luckily, Walmart right away, the claims people came back and they said, yeah, we're going to pay for this. That's totally our fault well that's good at least yes full circle so stressful though i know i know like this this week of weeks that's how it always happens that's not a cheap fix that's almost a six hundred dollar changing your oil pan and getting a new oil pan is six hundred dollars that's that's not pocket change don't you remember when we had our windows replaced and it was just like the worst week because all these other things were happening and then your a or hvac went out randomly yeah our air conditioning stopped working and like actually that was like a year ago this week. I think it was like the 11th that we got our our windows replaced. But yeah, like it it always happens that way where it's just everything happens at once. Right. So that was not good. Silver lining. Hillary needed to be in the office on Wednesday and Thursday because Mm -hmm. she had meetings. And Tom, as I've mentioned before on the show, is the best boss ever. (laughs) So if I have a doctor's appointment, if I have to take my car in, if I have some service person's coming to the house, he's I don't work from home. And quite frankly, I'd rather work in the office. I'm much more productive in the office. I love my giant computer screen. I just, I'm somebody who has to be in an office to be my most productive. Not to Mm -hmm. say I'm not productive at home, but I definitely am more productive with my current work setup Mm -hmm. because I don't have all these tools at my disposal at my house. So I just explained the situation to Tom. He said, yeah, that's fine. You can work from home Wednesday and Thursday. And I said, perfect, because now I can work from home, which I did, which I did, Tom. I did work. (laughs) I went to all my meetings I had to go to. I did did everything that was pressed but I also worked on the floors while I <laughs> while I had some downtime. So Wednesday during the working hours, I would work, but I also was going ham on the floors. Mm-hmm. And then went till about 6.30, and then I had swing dance. Thursday, same thing. Went ham on the floors. More ham on the floors than work, to be quite honest. I worked. I worked. (laughs) But I also had to get these floors done, because I was already starting to realize that I had not properly planned time, effort, and cost (laughs) into this floor project. Thursday night, finish moving the furniture, get everything that I need from Lowe's, or everything that I thought I needed, because I had to keep making those trips because I didn't get enough of what I needed. Pre-rented the sanders I was going to need so that all I had to do on Friday morning, first thing was wake up, get the sanders, move the couches, and I could start. Mm -hmm. And then we tape everything, tape the vents, tape windows, tape fireplace, tape baseboards, took the quarter round off. We worked until probably 11 on Thursday night. Mm -hmm. Then Friday rolls around and I actually took Friday off. And on my original schedule, I thought, and I watched a ton of videos. I even, I have a whole playlist on YouTube about 
finishing floors, four of which are from Home Depot. Home Depot made it seem like this was going to be a Sunday walk in the park. <laughs> Fuck you, Home Depot. You grossly undersold everything about this process. So Friday morning, I get the sander. I go by myself. That drum sander, fucking heavy. I still don't know how I, well, I know how. It's because I literally worked myself to exhaustion over the weekend and then became violently ill. Spoiler. <laughs> so I get the drum sander in the edger home. And about that time, Hillary's done. We made them a cat suite. The cats have been chilling out in our bedroom. They've been very good. One of the bright sides of this process, and I don't know if I can call it a bright side because I we both feel terrible that the cats have had to be locked in the the room we're hoping we're fuming everything out we finished yesterday morning like early yesterday morning we did the last coat of seal so by Friday night I'm hoping even Friday morning Friday morning I'm hoping we can let the cats out mm -hmm. but the well, the one silver lining is they have been the best little babes they've taken this so well yeah they've just taken it in stride cider is having the best time because <laughs> Bear is forced to be in a room with him. And <laughs> so he just gets all the bear time he wants. It looked like they were getting along really well. Pumpkin? Nah, Pumpkin's over this. She is. <laughs> I don't know if. Did you get the video this morning? Yes. That I Hillary did. took? Pumpkin is over this. <laughs> yeah, the boys are fine. We'll open the windows for them. We made a little cat suite. Cider just gets to sleep with us all night. He does all the time. But now that he's kind of stuck in the room, he's like, yeah, okay, I, get, I can really do this. She gets that squared away Friday morning. So all we have to do is move the couch right mm -hmm. shays goes into the kitchen poof up it's fine couch is too big to put in the kitchen couch is too big to really put anywhere that's not the living room so we put it in the garage mm -hmm. it was a nightmare to get into the garage i flipped it off several times once we got it in the garage covered <laughs> so that took about an hour so i'm already behind schedule at this point so then i start on the drum sander we i start everything i did i started in the office because if i was gonna mess up i'd rather mess up in the office than in the living room mm-hmm so I do one pass when one pass is a forward and back. And I got pretty good at the drum sander. It was, everybody made it seem terrifying. They're like, oh, the drum sander is way harder than the vibrating sander. False advertising. The vibrating sander or the random orbital sander is more forgiving in that if you, it's harder to mess up with it, like severely mess up. Mm -hmm. As far as working the sanders, the, I thought the drum sander was so much easier. Yes, it was heavier, but you're not like fighting it the whole time. It's right. very smooth if you're, if you're doing the correct motion. So I do a pass. Eh, eh. And then all of a sudden it stops. We blew a fuse. So go down, fuse back. Another pass. Eh. We can't even get back. Fuse blows. Our floors were so bad and we had to use such a heavy grit to start, 36 grit, that we were just overloading our electrical system. Oh no. So we unplug everything except the fridge and the sander. We unplugged the stove. We unplugged the washer and dry. Like we unplugged everything. Didn't work. So for most of Friday, it was literally Hillary posting up by the fuse box because it was luckily it wasn't blowing the fuse. It was just tripping the breaker, which uh -huh. I guess it was doing its job. Right. But the whole day it was a couple passes. Oh, breaker is blown. Hillary flips it. Okay, you're good. I mean, it was an all day thing. So I thought I'd get sanding done in one day. It took me until 11 at night just to finish the 36 grit of sanding. Yikes. I had to go up three more grits before I could get to the staining. <laughs> 
So Saturday, I wake up early. Thank God, the circuit tripped a couple times throughout the rest of it, but it wasn't constant because the 36 did its job. But those floors were rough, man. They were so rough. So Saturday, I do, what did we go up to? You went from a 36 to a 60, and then you went up to an 80. And when I, I had to do the drum sander, I had, and then I also had to edge. And the edge sander sucks. There's no good way to do it. You're just bending over over and it's it's hard it is hard on everything so i finished the 60 grip finish the 80 grip take those things back clean it up and every time you sand you vacuum and then you tack cloth and then you you know and then you sand again also when i was on the 36 the sandbag clogged and i didn't i didn't know i've never sanded before it clogged fairly early mm -hmm. so for most of the day it wasn't picking up oh, no. the sanded pulp it was essentially just pulp when you're sanding at a 36 grit sand was everywhere like just pulp and i'm ugh, just everywhere so it was about three in the afternoon i finally said this can't be right and i looked and i fixed it i i ugh. and then it was like oh wow this is way better <laughs> so that was another thing and then there was just dust everywhere uh -huh. so after we finished sanding on sunday morning we spent three hours just wiping everything down where the sand got have got to it mm -hmm. anyway so i clean that take that back get the random orbital sander sand that in like two hours that was the easiest thing and then start cleaning everything and then we go out to dinner we went to llewellyn's because we had to treat ourselves sunday morning rolls around we vacuum everything wipe down all the walls wipe down just everything because there's dust everywhere took mm -hmm. the plastic off the windows and the doors open the windows it's great. So then I get a pre-stain because it helps the stain go on more evenly. Mm -hmm. And I go through and do that. That takes about an hour, right? So on my original schedule, I thought it was going to take a day to sand. And then the original plan was sand. And I said, okay, if I get the sander at six, then I should be done sanding by eight. I wasn't even <laughs> done with the first grit at eight. <laughs> and I said, I'll let it sit for two hours. And then I'll, I'll stain. And then when you do the stain and the sealant, you do three coats of sealant and between stain and each coat of sealant you give it at least four hours so i was like okay well eight and then 12 and then four and then eight and then mm -hmm. i say sunday monday cats will be out by monday afternoon <laughs> i'm not good at math so when i started staining i thought oh wait a minute that didn't work out that math would assume that i was able to stain everything in a single minute right two hours took two hours every time i stained wow so i do the pre-stain and luckily for the pre-stain you don't don't want to wait. You want to do it within two hours. Mm -hmm. So as soon as I was done with the pre-stain, I started staining everything. Stained the office, stained the dining room, living room. It looks amazing. Office didn't look quite like we thought because it turns out that wood is pine. It's red pine. So we did a second coat of stain to just to darken it and kind of get those blemishes out. Mm -hmm. And that was Sunday. So Sunday actually went fairly well. It just took way longer than I thought it was going to. Also, our floors, I cannot get over. The color is beautiful which I cannot get over how smooth our <laughs> floors are now, how even the floors are. It feels like we got fake hardwood put on by a professional. Uh -huh. I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I didn't know a wood floor could be so smooth. Right. So that was worth it in a way. I'm never going to do it again, like I said, though. <laughs> but if you did it again, you'd know what you were doing at least. Oh, my God.
that, but I'd rather pay somebody. That's fair. So then Sunday night, we say, okay, I was going to just see if I could work from home again on Monday because Hillary needed my car. Anyways, her car came in late. Um, it was supposed to be done by Monday morning. It wasn't done until Monday afternoon. So I was going to see if I could work from home Monday again anyways. And then while I was in the gaps, put a coat of sealant on. Mm -hmm. Well, I had a large margarita to celebrate on Sunday night. And <laughs> I think it was a little bit from that. But I woke up at five and I was like, I was fine. I went out of the room at six and that smell of stain hit me. Mm -hmm. And I think it was that combined with, I mean, I was meant and I still am. I'm mentally drained. I'm physically because it's one thing to, to stain floors for a living, mm -hmm. but then to like have to live in that environment and they're also your own floors. It's way more stressful. It's so stressful because then when you're done, you're not really relaxed because your house is just a mess at this point because there's mm -hmm. nothing's in the right place. So I feel awful on Monday morning. I mean, just awful. Went to Lowe's. There's these volcanic mineral rocks that you can put around your house that help absorb some of the scent. So I got some of those. I had to get more Tums because my stomach was just in knots. I go home right before Hillary goes to work. And when I was going home, I was like, I'm going to throw up <laughs> as soon as I get home. I don't want to, but I, I know it's going to happen. And Hillary <laughs> called while I was about two minutes from home. And she's like, hey, are you almost home? I'm like, yep. And she's like, how are you doing? And I was like, actually, I'm not going to talk right now. I was like, because I'm going to walk in and throw up. And I said, I can't talk right now or else I'm going to throw up in my car. So I hung up. I really tried to suppress the vomiting. Mm -hmm. And then Hillary went to work. Jump in the shower. Second time I jumped in the shower today to try to make myself feel better. Didn't help. Then I get a text from Tom because I forgot freaking Podbean posted all our clients. So oh, while no. I'm feeling like crap, I'm on my laptop deleting our podcast. <laughs> From 30 no. Facebook pages that aren't ours. And then I texted Tom and I said, hey, I'm going to work from home today. I was originally going to tell him, which is true because Hillary needed my car. But then I ended up saying, which was more true, hey, I feel aw like I am ill and I don't know how much work I'm going to do today, but I'm going to try to do some work. Mm -hmm. So I tried to take a little bit of a nap. I tried for about 10 minutes and then I became, and I don't use this word lightly, I became violently ill oh, no. for a good 10 minutes. I mean, screaming into the toilet, not because I want to, but because my body is retching so hard. And I'm sure people have done this before. Like when you just, your body, you, you can't control it. It just happens. Mm -hmm. I mean, a solid 10 minutes. So then I crawl back into the shower and just lay there for like 15 oh, minutes, no. get out of the shower, lay a towel down, sleep on the TMI, sleep on the toilet, just, just naked and soaking wet. Didn't even dry off. Just put a towel down. Because there's, for some reason, I don't know if I'm the only person like this, if there's anybody else out there sleeping on the bathroom floor when I don't feel good is soothing to me for some reason. Nice and cool. Yeah, it's the same where if I'm really, not that I do this very often, a couple times a year, if I'm drunk when I go to bed, I try to not drink at night because if I drink in the afternoon, the chances of me not feeling good the next day are more slim. But if I drink at night and I try to go to bed and I'm dizzy, that's usually when things start happening. Well, I found out last year after a cousin's birthday party that when I am drunk, and I go and just kind of rest my head on the toilet and have my arms up on it, it kind of grounds everything and the room doesn't really spin at that point. <laughs> 
So that's another fail safe. But anyways, I wasn't drunk. I might've been a little hungover, but I'm pretty sure the fumes and the exhaustion, just my body was over it at that point. Yeah. So I fall asleep on the bathroom floor for like 40 minutes and then I get cold. So then I walk to my room, put the towel on the bed, put a Hillary's heated blanket on me. I'm still naked at this point. And then I fall asleep again with Bear and Cider right next to me mm-hmm. and just have the worst dreams. <laughs> I had a dream that a typhoon came through and just destroyed my whole neighborhood and then the cats were getting out. It was ugh, fever dreams. Mm-hmm. And I wake up and I'm feeling okay. And I still have to put three coats of sealant on my floor. <laughs> oh, no. So I suck it up and I do the first coat because I, was I wasn't feeling bad. But I tell you what, by the time I finish that, back in the shower I go because I'm mm-hmm. miserable. Another hot shower, fall asleep for another hour. Hillary comes home because we haven't been able to cook because everything's in our kitchen because that's the only place the big furniture could fit. And we had, we can't, can't get to my stove. So we've had to eat out for the last week, which I'm getting sick of at this point. Mm-hmm. So she was nice and brought me some Subway. I was able to eat about half a sandwich and then I fall asleep for another half hour. And then it's time to do the second coat of stain. And luckily she's there to help me. Well, when you do, sorry, not the stain, pardon me, the the sealant, the Mm -hmm. polyurethane. Between coats of polyurethane, you do a light screen sanding, which you can use a vibrating sander, but if you, the one guy I was watching, he's hardwood floor refinishing 101 on YouTube. I very much suggest him if you're gonna refinish your floors. I've never talked to the guy, this isn't a paid promo. I just thought, (laughs) Home Depot, didn't do they kind of gave me some info but this guy really was the reason I was able to do my floors as well as I did because he broke down the process and he is a pro oh my god could you so hear he, how loud that plane just was by you yeah no oh it was so loud I could hear it in my headphones <laughs> oh well, they want to do a do they want to redo their floors in the plane huh <laughs> ditch the carpet for a little uh, hardwood but no so if you do stain on the floor because a lot of people will tell you to use the oscillating uh, random orbital sander, the machine one. And he said that's fine if you do the natural where you're only putting on the polyurethane, but you don't put a stain on. He says he doesn't like using it when you put a stain on the floor, because if you're not careful, it will dig too deep and start messing with the stain. And then you're right. And then you got to start all over. So he just puts it on a sand pole or a pole sander and just does it by hand. Like, okay, that seems easy. It was not easy. It's very taxing. <laughs> and then you get a cloth and you put get some cloths and you soak some paint thinner on it, some mineral spirits, and then you wipe the floor off with that because it won't affect the stain. It just helps get all the dust off because you don't want water to wipe it off. So we did that, put the second coat on. At this point, it's 1130 at night. So we say, okay, we'll wake up early on Tuesday morning and do the last coat. So we woke up on Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. Do the final sand, do the final coat, polyurethane. The floors, for as much as I've complained, not complained, it's, this this is what it is. I'm being real. The floors are on fleek the fuck. I am so proud of us. Our floors look amazing. On the flip side, I still feel like garbage. Mm-hmm. But I'd already been out of work. Not that just flat out not working, but I hadn't been in the office for a week. And I needed to get out of that house because the smell was just getting to me. Mm-hmm. So I go into the office. Somehow was very productive yesterday. <laughs> 
I don't know how, because I I'm I was exhausted. And then we had dance class last night. So I go to dance, somehow went through the class fine. On Tuesday nights after dance classes, there's an hour of where they just play music softly and you can work on whatever you want to. And then Wednesday after dance class, they have an hour of social dance where it's more like a dance. Mm -hmm. So I'm working on stuff and all of a sudden it just hits me like a bag of potatoes. <laughs> and I said, I have to sit down. <laughs> I literally just went and sat down because Hillary was still having fun. She was talking to our friends. She was practicing moves. I mean, it was it was the snap of a finger. And I all of a sudden mm -hmm. thought, oh my gosh, I am going to get sick here. And I had to go sit down. Didn't sleep very well last night, partly because Hillary was super nice. And as a pick me up, got me MLB The Show <laughs> because I don't play video games and I don't have video game systems. And MLB The Show I had for PS2, the 2007 version. Mm -hmm. It was only ever on PlayStation. So I kind of just thought, you know what? I don't play video games very often. I'm not going to get a PlayStation just to play the show. Right. Last year, they announced that they were going to go multi-platform. So last year, they announced it, not announced it, but they released it on Xbox. And there were rumors that they were going to release it on Switch, which Hillary mm -hmm. has a Switch. <laughs> Yesterday, I found out because they released 2022 last week. Uh-huh that they have it on Switch this year. Nice. And I was going to buy it. And I'm not going to get into this story, but I was cleaning up electrical cords. We were talking about this before the show last week when I was prepping the floors. Checked every single cord before I cut them, except one. <laughs> this one cord I cut was the cord that relayed information between the thermostat and my HVAC system. That one mistake, that one brief second of cutting cost me $656 in repairs. Ugh. So I all of a sudden, within the span of an hour, went, I think I'm going to buy this to, oh, I can't afford that right now because <laughs> I still have to finish the floors. I have to get new transition strips and we're getting a new rug and just, I can't do that. And then I got home and she was super nice and a gift to me. So I kind of stayed up a little late playing that. So I'm exhausted today. I'm still tired. My mind's still exhausted. We're still airing out the house. I still have dance tonight. Woof. So a, oh, this will take maybe two days. Three tops has been, I've been working on this for a week and a half straight. Tomorrow, we're putting the quarter round back on. We were able to salvage it and Hillary sanded it and repainted it. Mm -hmm. So we'll put the quarter round back on tomorrow. Friday, we'll let the cats out, hopefully. Saturday morning before we're going to go see her mom and her brother because her brother's home for Easter weekend. So Saturday, we're going to try to move all the furniture back and Friday night because you want the floors to stay for a couple days just to make sure everything's dried and sealed and coated correctly. Right. Um, um, avoid scratches so it can set underneath not just the top layer but it can really set throughout all the layers so if everything goes according to plan <laughs> the next time we talk on this podcast my house will be back together and we will have delicious floors <laughs> we're not in the clear yet we can see the light at the end of the tunnel but we're still in that tunnel i hope that everything else goes according to plan thank you i so do i'm not banking on it but i so do <laughs> at this point i can imagine not yeah i uh I'm not going to think about that. <laughs> I'm not going to think about that. But I mean, props to you guys for sticking with it, though. Thank you. Well, you kind of thank you for sure. I don't know how much credit I can take with that, though, because once you start, you really can't turn back. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but still, you did a really good job. I mean, they look amazing from the pictures. Thank you. I will actually try to post the pictures on on Facebook. I'm not going to say I will because I probably have a 10% success rate on this show of saying I'll post something <laughs> on Facebook and then I never return to it. I will try to post these on Facebook. 
Facebook. But the floors look great. And then we're building a bookshelf in the office. The office has been a disaster since we took in a feral who you know by cider because he really did a number on it when we were acclimating him <laughs> to indoor life. You wouldn't know now because he's the sweetest, most chill cat. Well, kind of a scaredy cat, but he's super chill. So that office has been destroyed. So it's actually looking like an office. Oh, I'm so excited. It's starting to look like an office. Oh, the house is, we've got so many more projects. This is knock on, this isn't a wood desk. I don't have wood around me. Knock on the air. This is going to be the hardest project we undertake yeah, in this house. I mean, that's a, that's a big project. I just, oh, you know, people said it would be, but then I watched the Home Depot videos and then, yeah, yeah, look at it. <laughs> this guy is wearing the same clothes he did when he started. He doesn't even look like he's broken a sweat. I was drenched in sweat every day. Yeah. <laughs> I've got my hands are so torn up. Knuckles, fingertips. My fingertips are so shredded from dealing with the sandpaper and everything that I have a MacBook for work and it has the touch ID to wake it up when you, it goes to sleep mm -hmm. for two days. It just started working again today, but even yesterday, my touch ID would not read my fingertip because it was oh, so no. shredded. I've got bruises all over my body, cuts all over my shin. If you're yes. going to refinish your floors, really do your research. Really know what you're getting into, but also know if you still decide to do it, it will A, save you a ton of money because even though I spent more than I thought I was going to, I still would have spent an infinite amount more had I hired somebody to do it. Right. And that's not to say that's a bad avenue to go. Like I said, if I ever move to a different house and we decide that we need our floors done, I'm not doing it. I refused. Hillary's on the same page as me. We're we're not doing this again. Mm -hmm. However, if you do decide to do it, it is extremely rewarding. Just know you will go insane <laughs> for the entire process. I couldn't even sleep without my mind being on floors. And like I said, this wasn't even just a two-week thing. This has been a, over a year in the planning. Mm -hmm. Apparently not very good planning. I knew the basic <laughs> idea, but once I got into it, oy vey. I don't think you can ever really truly prepare for a project like that, though, unless you like, you know, have done it before. No, I've sealed a brick floor in AmeriCorps, but that took a day because it was one room and it was a brick floor and they only did two coats of seal. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how I'm I'm waiting I until- sealed a cement patio. Yeah, it's hard. It's, man, it's- doing, I don't think we did Working a very on good floors is hard. Working on floors is hard. Oh, I'm sure you did great. No, it kind of looks like shit. But we also waited a year longer to do it than we should have. Oh, it's supposed well. to be done every year. Oh. Oh, yeah. Didn't do it until last summer, so we need to do it again this summer, like, really well. Well, our back porch is wood, and I I never thought about it until I saw how good our floors looked, and I walked out back, and I was like, wow, <laughs> now this needs to be done, because this is looking rough. I think decks are a little easier, though, because they're a little bit, there's a little more, you know, margin for error with the deck. Right, and it doesn't have to be as perfect. And it's outdoors, so you can, like, spray. Yeah, you can spray, you don't, it's, gonna, it's not gonna look pristine. If you get to look pristine yeah yeah exactly so i think i'm out of words right now i'm also <laughs> i've got dance class tonight we'll see if i survive we're learning the charleston to incorporate <laughs> into our swing which i'm having a blast but we'll see if my body and mind want to partake in that. i gotta be honest but it kind of sounds like maybe you should take the night off you know hillary was telling me that but i just have so much fun and then we might go to gramophone afterwards which if you <laughs> ever got if you guys ever come back to st louis and it's not an if it's a when you will come back to st louis we have some more restaurants for you and 
one of them is Gramophone. It is in the Grove, and it's this amazing sandwich place with a bar, and it's a cool atmosphere. So, <laughs> But there's also the part of me that just wants to go home and play and will be the show. Or, you know, sleep. But I also sleep, but I also love dancing, and I love <laughs> the people at dance, so I am a, and I'm in a predicament. But uh, we'll see how it goes. I'll, I'll inform you guys when we next talk. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if I said this on the show already, but full disclosure, I even texted you earlier. You obviously know this because I was about to just I was I was done this afternoon and I did not think I was going to be able to do the show. But much like dancing and this is not that you're probably going to shake your head, even though I can't see you because your camera's not working today. Even though I didn't want to do the show, I just had stuff to do this week and I also like talking to you. And now that I've done the show, I had a blast. I'm glad I did it. So I know now that that's in my head. I know dance will be the same, even though I still am like, eh, do I really want to go tonight? Nothing against the people. I don't know if anybody's listening to this podcast. I don't think I've told anybody there that I have a podcast. <laughs> it's never. It's not that I don't want to go see you guys. That's why I want to go. It's will my body be able to handle it tonight? <laughs> right. So we'll see. To be determined. <laughs> well, good luck. Well, thank you. If you liked what you heard, make sure you check us out everywhere you listen to your podcast, unless it's on the channels that we're not on. We're on the main ones, Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and we post to the Facebook page. Make sure you tell your friends, tell your family. It's a good time. <laughs> that's that's all I got. That's uh, <laughs> if you can tell <laughs> that I'm still a little out of it. Drop a comment. Let me know. <laughs> I'm curious how sane I sounded on this podcast. I guess I'll find out because I'm the one editing it this week. True. So, Natalie, <laughs> what did we learn today? And yours has to be about staining floors. Well, we learned that apparently there's multiple kinds of sanders and one of them is easier to use, but one is safer is kind of what I took away from that. Yeah, more for, more forgiving is the, was the term I would use. Not <laughs> It's not safer, but... It's you won't gouge Safer your floor. Yeah, you won't gouge your floor if you mess up on the one. Mm-hmm. With the drum sander, it it takes about a second and a half, not even, to <laughs> completely gouge your floor if you don't know what you're doing. Okay. Well, I did learn that. Yes. <laughs> I also learned that there's multiple ways to fix squeaks in an old wood floor. Yes, there is. And I learned that any home improvement project is never going to go the way that you want it to, and there's always going to be something else that goes wrong at the same time. We also learned that Ellie's not eating and Natalie needs to to find out why. We learned that to get Natalie's attention, Ellie likes to swat at her glasses on the nightstand. And we learned that Natalie was this close to throwing Ellie out the window. We're very glad she didn't. This has been the Hit and Run Podcast and we'll catch you next time. (laughs) 